Hey, what's up? This is Michael, and you are listening to the Campaign's Main Men, episode 22, Zane's Getting Blown by a Demon. So in the last episode, uh, the PCs fought a number of these new guards, these red arms, and learned that they are substantially more powerful than the guards they are used to. In that battle, Zane almost died, and Grexel had a true heroic moment, at least I thought so, in the game, where he drew a circle around Zane's fallen body and vowed that no red arms would cross that circle. It was very Gandalfish in my mind. After they survived that encounter and uh, got Zane back up vertical, uh, they snuck into the city and Grexel was able to meet with Alicia in the basement of the Dancing Dragon where he, he finally learned in character that Alicia was pregnant and that she was not sure if the baby was his or Omi's. So as, as Evan, Evan told me after the game, we went from The Sopranos to Days of Our Lives in this episode where we now have a possible two-baby daddy situation with Alicia. The goal was to try to get the other characters to have some skin in the game because really right up to this point, they were all playing in Zane's story and I felt like this was a way to get them all involved. So anyways, we're going to pick up right where that conversation ended. So here it is, the campaign's made men episode 22. Zane's getting blown by a demon. So we're going to basically. So we'll start with, um, with you having the conversation that you had, and then her saying, you know, Zane has agreed to help find, rescue my father, and I hope that you will help as well. But I understand that you have to remain hidden. That can be uh, easily solved. I have an idea. Okay, because I can probably get you a collar that will let you walk around freely as long as you're escorted. But you're still going to draw more attention than the others. I have an idea. Uh, what about all the residents in the inn upstairs, though? Well, because they've seen me come downstairs, so I don't want to put you in trouble. Most of them are aware that you've worked for us for a while. Um, they'll keep their mouth shut. More what than about the uh, demon-looking guys? I didn't. I can't see them, but that's what Zane said. So, so basically what she says is, I can get you a collar that will let you walk around as long as you're escorted. No. And you're like, no, you have an idea. Okay. And then she says, basically, the, the patrons, if there's, there's probably spies up there for the other gangs. But right now, we're all kind of in the same boat. So I don't expect them to be too much of a problem, at least for right now. And then as far as the, the demons, they appear to be, like, they don't know that we know. So they're they're playing along. They're pretending to be who they're pretending to be. So I don't have any reason to think that they would would hurt our plans yet. As long as they don't learn that we know that they're not truly human, we should be able to, to keep that from them. Okay. All right. Then uh, she like gives you a, a hug and a kiss, and she she actually kind of starts to cry a little bit, and you can tell that she's really scared. Um, you feel like because you've had a long history with her. But you feel like she's honest. Like, she really is upset. She really is emotional. Partly could be hormones because she's pregnant. Uh, but she's very relieved that you're back, and she hopes that that you're okay with what's going on. But she's also concerned about her father. And she just tells you to be careful and gives you a kiss on the cheek. We'll take care of this. And I'll All right. Out. So, right as you leave, the last thing she'll tell you is I, I would like for you guys to, to discuss. I know this is a lot to lay on you, but I'd like for at least one of you to come back every day at some point so that we can coordinate what you're doing and I might be able to assist you or, or give you more information about what's going on. Well, since you mentioned this, how many guards are in the pit? Um, she starts kind of flipping through some, some notes. Uh, it, apparently, her dad had notes on all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, there's almost like file cabinets and boxes just full of papers and she's rifling through them. In some cases you'll see like there'll be a, a page that's blank and she'll actually wave her hand across it and then letters will come out similar to what he did. You don't hear her say anything, but she does something and it causes the words to appear. And um, after a few minutes of looking, she says, well, it appears that 
there's about 20 that are on site at any given time, more if there's a, a reason to be. Now, the pits will have people like me. What does that mean? She kind of, like, looks at you confused. Like, you you spend a lot of time in the pit. Why, what do you mean? I would like to pretend that I'm not surprised. So that would be a bluff roll? Which would be charisma-based? Well, if you have the skill... I don't have the skill. Okay. Twelve, because I have negative one in charisma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she just looks confused and like almost worries like, I think you were in the desert too long. You may need to rest up, but the, the, the pits is where they're digging out under the king's orders to help build the palace as well as uncover gifts artifacts. Yes. No, I, I guess you misunderstood my question. I'm still bluffing. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, what, do you, what do you need? What I meant was... Do you think the people in the pits will be able to like assist us in creating chaos, or do you think they're just too exhausted that they'll just? Well, you again probably would know that better than I. But I mean, you're clearly an exceptional specimen. Most most of the the mutants are more deformed than anything, and they don't have your strength, and certainly not your intelligence. How many people are? How many guards are in the? prison where your dad is held. I don't know. I haven't been able to get a spy in there yet. I'm still working on that. Well, it seems like the pits will be easier. So what I'm thinking is we'll go to the pits, free the slaves or mutants, and then once they're on around, we'll go to the prison and try to get everybody out from there. Okay. That's a good plan to start with, but don't act on anything until you get with me because I might have more information. There's only 993 guards left. I'm sure we can handle it. Excellent. Um, so one other thing to, to keep in mind is that I've already secured us passage on a dwarven ship back to Thronehold, where we can be away from the city and safe. But that ship will not be here for three weeks. So we should try to coordinate our plan so that it happens close enough that we won't be at risk to be found while we're waiting. So if we could coordinate the, the plan to, to take effect in a, about so 20 then, days. We'll have dwarves to deal with. Well, they're just going to meet us at the docks. They're they're agreeing to take us away from the city. They're sending a, a smaller scout ship that'll be very fast. There's no other ship on the ocean that will catch them. Once we're on that ship, we're safe. All right. I've never been on a boat. I don't know if that's a good idea. Uh, once we're away, we can be together and, and forget all this stuff. She kind of rubs her belly sort of longingly. And then she starts kind of flipping through papers again, kind of. Okay, I'll go have some bacon upstairs. Okay, so Grexel comes back up from sort of like a cellar that he went down into in this. I don't really know how you would, it's basically a strip club. It's a medieval tavern strip club (laughs) bar. Uh, So there's girls dancing, poles, women, you know, lap dances, that kind of thing. But it's also like what you think of as a traditional D and D tavern where they serve food and mm-hmm. alcohol, and there's rooms upstairs, that kind of thing. So again, I'm not sure what an elf from a thousand years ago would feel about that. Probably just this place is awesome. Confused, intrigued, <laughs> and doesn't want to touch anything. <laughs> Everything's dirty. You're just like, I don't know. I want no. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh, you come upstairs. You know, um, some people there give you looks, and, and you've you've gotten used to that. But this is different. Where before they would look at you just because you're so big and you know kind of strange. Now they're actively afraid of you. Like when they see you, then and and you're not exactly sure what's going on. But there's definitely a difference in how they were acting to you than before. Uh, but but no one says anything. No one attacks you. No one calls the guards. You can eat your bacon and is watch it, the show. Is anybody <clears throat> eating right now bacon? Higher love. Hi. Yes. There are some people eating bacon right now. I, w- I don't want to actually order food. I want to play the role and actually go to one of them that's eating bacon. I'm like, I think that's mine. Roll an intimidate check. For me, Zane and... Am I rolling charisma or uh, presence? You can use strength or... You can use basically any stat you want. It's not... Strength, 14. Okay. So, flexing my muscles like this. The guy looks up at you. 
slides the plate over, and then he kind of looks away. I'll just grab his bacon and walk away. Okay, my pinky up. <laughs> and then as you're walking away, you hear the guy cross over and saying, good thing you didn't take my bacon, because I want it. And right as he starts to say that, that's when you walk outside. <laughs> All right, so you've got definitely got the impression that you can't just walk the streets. There's clearly something different from the last time you were here. And so you're going to have to get back into the sewers. Um, I'm sure you know enough to get back to where Omi and Zane is. So you can jump into a sewer nearby and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle over so that you guys can all be back together. Am I in the sewers with these guys? You were with him. Now now you guys are all together wherever it was you took okay. Zane. Because I think what we had said is Omi was just going to take Zane somewhere safe. Not your house, not his house. Just one of your little secret hidey holes where he didn't have to worry about someone sneaking up on him. Nobody was trying to kill him. He just wanted a day to like decompress from everything that's been going on. So again, wherever wherever in the city that is, these two guys are going to meet you there, and you guys are now in this little secure area in the sewers, and you're all together once again. Omi, yeah, <clears throat> I need a favor. What's that? You need to take us to my house. To your house? Yeah. All right. Well, we can't be on the streets. It'll take just a little bit, but we can get there for sure. Um, are we leaving Zane here? He's okay. He going with okay. Party? He's a good party. Okay, so Zane, Zane will go with you. He, right. He's still a little bit shaky. There's a whole lot going on. You know, obviously, from his point of view, he found out, one, that his dad may not be dead, to the fact that his dad's alive, and that Alicia knows where he is but won't tell him unless he agrees to help her. So he's got some conflicted emotions about what's going on right now. He just wants to kind of... So he's sort of like in a zombie-like state. He's, he's going to be a lot more of a follower than a leader in this particular episode. <laughs> so, I mean, do you know the city pretty well? Oh, yeah. I know this city better than anyone. Would you be able to procure something for me? Possibly. It depends. Would you be able to get a short sword for me? Oh, yeah. I can definitely make that happen. Okay. As Good. long as... Well... Things are a little bit different around here right now, but I'm sure we can, we can get you a short sword. Okay. Because I have a bow, but I think a short sword would be nice in case we get a close combat. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely get you one. All right. Cool. All right. A intelligence. Oh, boy. 14. Okay. So you're leading the group as you've done many times before. You know, you've got, you've got the underworld down. You know where you're going. Never had any problems. Three times you get to a place that you don't know where you're at. It's like it's a dead end. Like you just stand there, like kind of scratch your head, like this, you know, like this should be something. It's something else. There's either a wall there, or a pipe, or a tunnel that goes to a place, and you know that's not where you want to go. So it's not like it's a hundred percent different. You're eventually able to get you where you want to go. But it's also not exactly the same as it was the last time you were here. It's like when I go back to Fremont. When did they do this? Like a road will be different or things are just like I know how to get from point A to point B, but it's just off. Just a little bit off, right? It, yeah. And just um, doesn't seem something's something's different. It's the, not Fremont anymore. The other thing that you notice is that you see a lot more signs of other people than you're used There's, to seeing. There's yeah. footprints, discarded, you know, scraps of paper, people with graffiti on the wall, whatever. There, there's definitely, like, you could probably spend a week down here and maybe see one or two people, and you have a feeling that you might run into 20 people now. That's just, you don't run into anybody now, but there's just a lot more signs and evidence of people down here than you're ever used to seeing before. But having said that, it takes you about three hours, probably about twice as long as it should have, and you got yourself right next to the docks. Basically, you can't go any more further out because that's where the docks start, which is where Grexel live and lives in an abandoned warehouse. I wanted to uh, get a short sword for Corian. Okay, higher low. Hi. Okay, along the way, you pass a couple of your little stashes that you have, and in one of them, you have some weapons and armor. Fantastic. Little, you know, just a couple of odds and ends. Broke, is that, that is this a rented sword sword? Yeah. <laughs> Since you were here last time, we, we told Corin that you were only renting him your crossbow, and that he had to pay for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Things aren't totally for free. <laughs> All right. So you can negotiate payment later, uh, but yeah, he owes you a little bit for using your crossbow for a little while. 
this day or the next. Which which <laughs> I did return, by the way. Yeah, he did return it. As soon as he could. There, but they still, you know, still have a little bit on it. All right, so you're, again, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style. You're kind of looking up out of the sewer. You're right by the dock, so there's all kinds of activity. Uh, you know, ships pulling in, ships going out, people unloading things. Now, you do see other creatures that you would recognize as being mutants because they're clearly not human. You know, in some cases, they're really tall, really thin, extra arms, extra limbs, may have gills, they may have, like, stunted wings, tails. But there's probably no more than about 10 or 11 of them. Everyone that you see is doing manual labor. They all have a collar on that looks just like the one he was wearing before. And there's always a handler there with them, like, whipping them. And they're basically being used as pack animals. Yeah. And that is not what you are used to. There might be people that were like Grexel that did that just yeah, for money because they were job. good at yeah. it. But this is like a slave situation. But you can, you're close enough that probably you could get from the sewer to his house without drawing enough attention. Uh, you think you can get there without people ever turning and pointing, going, "Hey, who okay. are you, Mister Big Guy?" Are the people expressionless, or are they like, are they showing any expression at all? Or are they zombified? They're not zombified, but I mean, they're they're very working very hard. But they're like showing fatigue and pain. Yes. You know the people okay. like in human trafficking. <laughs> they're just no soul anymore. That's how I envision them. Like they're just They've just accepted they've the just, situation yeah, that they're in. They're just broken people. Okay. Emotionally. What a, and some of the handlers are, are like whipping them probably more excessively than they need to, calling them names. You know, again the 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 M word. The M word. The M word. <laughs> the the M -word. Mutants. <laughs> 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 ah, it just makes me sick. All right, so you guys pop out. You walk casually, because if you try to sneak, that's when you get noticed. You're walking casually towards uh, your house. Uh, so roll me a perception check, spot check. Uh, 17. Okay, so you notice right away that the front of your house does not look like what you remember. So your beware the dragoon is missing. Oh. What? No, I wanted to say... It was knocked down on the ground, <laughs> no. and it's been, like, snapped in half. It's, it's missing. It, it's just not there. It just looks like a totally abandoned warehouse, boarded up, dirty, does not look lived in. Which yours didn't really look lived in to begin with, but this looks more abandoned than before. Someone stole my sign. This cobweb is new. Your booby traps aren't here anymore, either. Oh, yeah. Watch out for the... <laughs> what? They were useful. Nobody ever came here. Alright, so you're going to walk in? Yes. Alright, there's a chain lock where the door is. It's It's been boarded okay, up. Here, we'll uh, lock. We'll fix that lock here. It was Grexel picked. Mutant <laughs> right. lock picking. Chain goes flying off. You open it up, and it's just a big sort of hollow space inside. It does not look like your house. But you're confident that this is where your house is. Does it look like I've lived in this? Like, do I see my frying pan with the wool grease, grease around grease the, the fire? No. <sighs> Something's not right here, Grexel. You might have this as well. Like, you've been yeah, to this oh, house. I've been, yeah. Dozens, I, I if mean, not hundreds of times. This is so, not... Yeah. Did we... What... What happened to this town while we were gone? The sewers were different. I, I have some thoughts. But first I need to find something. I like start looking around for anything. That <laughs> I could recognize that Jerk I was bacon. here. I would lived here. Alright. Is the layout of the warehouse the same? Yes. It, the, the layout is the same, but anything that you would have put there as, as your house... Is not there. It like where I imagine you had a man warehouse, but you maybe built like a wall or you you sectioned off an area to sleep. That is not. It doesn't look like it's ever been like that. It's just a big giant abandoned warehouse. Right. It appears to be completely abandoned. If you guys like take a peek out one of the windows, it, it looks like no one's noticed you yet. People are still working on the docks. I want to look uh, the place I used to hide one of my sets of keys. Okay, like underneath the brick. Is it there? No. Sure this is your place, Grexel? This was my place. We're pretty close to, like, Obi, kind Obi, of the markety type. Obi, area, right? can, can, you, can you go outside and see if you see my 
my sign anywhere. Maybe it's in a different house now. Yeah, I'll check real quick. I also want to see if I can pick up, like, do they have newspapers? <laughs> I just want to see the date. 1973. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, there are there are no newspapers with with the date. All right, but but there is a date. Like if you were to ask somebody, you know, what year is it? You would get the look that you would ask if, if you asked me what the year was. What are you? But uh, I could tell you it's 2013, and you would know if that's correct. I thought it was 2014. What? What? Who? What? Ah! <laughs> so remember, you guys are. The, the, the dates that you use now are after the portal or before the portal. So it's AP. BTB and BFT or whatever. Um, so whatever year, I think we, it was like... 1001. It's like 1001 AFT, right? AFT after the portal. ATP uh, after the portal. So that's the year that you live in. It's like 1001 ATP. So I'll wait. Yep. So what are you doing, Corian? You can tell that they're yeah. confused. Like... Well, I'm one way with Grexel because I know if I'm caught wandering the streets at all, my elvish looks will give me away and cause up a stir. They may even think you're a man. will ever know this at, at this point, it, yeah. you look nothing like the elves that they know. And the elves that they do know aren't necessarily welcome in the city. Yeah. So I'll probably just stay in the house and hide away while he does his thing because I don't want to cause up a stir. Okay. All right. So you're going to go outside and look around for a little bit? Yeah, not, I don't want to go far from the party, though, because... There's vines that could catch you or something. <laughs> <laughs> you have nightmares with vines, don't you? I, I'll never forget. The vines! The vines! Never separate but the party. Not roaming a perception? I poked my eyes out. <laughs> you stare directly into the sun, and now your retinas are burned out. But you, you do not see any other warehouses that have a sign that you would recognize as Grexel. You are confident this is the warehouse that Grexel lives in. All right. Well, I'll, I'll check on the on Zane while we're waiting to make sure he's doing right. Okay. He uh, he's almost he's starting to mumble to himself, and he's even kind of pointing things like, "No, no, there's a, there was a door there, and there's a window, and and I just don't, you know, my dad just like almost just crazy talk. To, yeah, he's, he's closer to emotional he's right losing now. It. Yeah, he's just he's just losing it a little bit. He's got some PTSD from that last battle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was definitely in the desert too long. Are you going to ask anybody the date, try to do a casual conversation? I was, I was trying to think. Being whatever time of this year it is and growing up on the docks and all that stuff, I would kind of know what season is in catch right now. Okay. And I would just talk to someone about a certain kind of catch that would give allude to me as to at least what... Uh, time of the year it is. How's it deer hunting? What are you talking about? <laughs> Give me a charisma <laughs> roll. Ask about deer hunting. Do you have gather rumors or three? Oh, it's only eleven anyway. Any uh, any skills that would affect that? Um, let's see here. Class, race, background, skills. No. Oh, gather rumors. Here we go. Okay. So you would get to roll a d6 and add them all together, and that would be your total roll. 14 total. All right. So you you try to strike up a conversation with one of the dock workers, and you've always been that person. You're like the life of the party. Every time you walk in, they're like, hey, me! You know, you're like Norm from Cheers. People buy you food and drinks, girls all over you. This guy wants nothing to do with you. He basically says, you're in my way, I'm trying to work, and all but ignores you. Not friendly at all. Hmm. Hmm. I'm my <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> Marked. <laughs> uh, well, shit. All right. Well, I don't want to draw too much attention to myself or anything like that, so I'll head back to the group and just still be leery as to this whole time travel concept is kind of, this portal has got me thinking outside the box a little bit. All right. Maybe you need to close your eyes. You need to pull the universe to you. you. Yeah, you yeah, will yeah. yourself through space and time. That's, I love that the barbarian <laughs> figures that out. <laughs> Simple minds. Yeah. So, as you're walking around this warehouse, you do start to recognize some things from when you lived here. 
but there's no sign that you've ever lived here. But but it's kind of dirty and dingy, and it doesn't, you know, it's not exactly the same. But you're like, well, but you know, but like that dent in the wall was here when I got here. I know that that's that's right. Or there's is a there anything there since like. Is there a sign of me living here? No. Like I'm like, oh, I remember I punched that wall when I yep. was pissed off. Anything that you would have done in this room is missing. That That's basically what you come to realize is that anything that was here before, holes in the wall, windows, paintings. So this how would you guys feel about going? You came back? You're back? Uh, yeah. You came back in? Yeah. Uh, I didn't find a sign of the drag, dragoons, but how would you... Would you guys feel comfortable with me trying to get to my place or go into the dragon? And and what's the dragon? That's the club, right? Oh, the tri-horn? Well, there's the dancing or dragon, the tri-horn, that's right. Which is where you guys were just with Alicia. There's the tri-horn, which you used to that's where, yeah, we're and there's the rusty cannon, <laughs> which is the one that Evelyn works at, which was another lady, you, another dancer, you know. Um, or I, because I, I fear having you guys out. In public, or I would just fear having you guys get caught. I can't be seen outside. I'll yeah. be automatically arrested. I'm probably something close. We to can that, stay so. in the the sewers, but it, you can go with me in the sewers. But it is it's just there's noticeably higher traffic. Everybody, roll me a d20. Oh, someone's coming in. <sighs> what are we on? Nineteen, one, nineteen. Or is that a 13? Well, it's a 13, but... It would be perception, it would be listen. Uh, So 22. With my senses, I get to roll an extra thing for that? Yeah, so only if that's one of these skills that's listed here. So skills, uh, sense motive, try it, someone do it. Uh, And then hide and shadow. Mine came out the 6, by the way. Okay. So you... um, as you're kind of looking around, you see two of those red-armed guards walk past, like, an open window. And then you see them walk past another one. And they, you, you can tell that they're kind of walking around the perimeter. And you hear one of them at the door going, it looks like this door's been broken into. What do you want to do? So they're right outside the door that you broke open. They're not inside yet. They don't... But don't this think. room is just a warehouse room, so it's just one big open Well, there's, there's like little partitions, and there's, you know, there's stuff that you could try to hide behind. It's not literally completely open. There's just... It's not a habitat. You haven't lived here. It's not a house. I'll see. Hide! And I'll, like, try to get one of, one of the crooks. Okay. Crooks the, uh, so. What are you going to do? Uh, I'll hide, because that's what he told me to do. Okay. Because otherwise, I don't know what's going on. I want... Is there anywhere up high that I could get to within my one movement or my skill die movement? Because I want to hide, and when they come inside, I want to shoot them. Okay. Yeah, there's a... Or at least one of there's them. There's like you know, some sort of like equipment that they probably use to unload ships, or you know, it's like a crane that you would use to unload heavy wagons that you can kind of get up on top of. Um, so roll your hide roll. Uh, 13 plus I have... Can hide in low light, what elf grace. Okay. So. Alright, and roll your hide. 11 plus... Well, I have hide in shadows here, too. So, what was that was a d6, right? Yep. I believe so. 15. This is... While I'm hiding in the shadows, Grexel, I look at you like... So, do you come close to us? When, well, well, we still need your hide roll. How much are going to do Okay. So you, like, dive behind, like, a, a cart that probably was used to offload ships. He's on a crane that would be used to load or unload those crates, and you're just kind of against the wall, blended in with the shadows. So the door opens, and this shaft of bright light kind of, you know, just sort of reaches into the room. You see these two silhouette, silhouetted figures you recognize instantly as red arms just by the have. Like the, just like the D&D movie we watched, that sort of thing he had he had his cloak on. I don't know exactly what you call that. Yeah, it's like the solder pods are like yeah. going to be And they go out <laughs> and they basically make it hang his, so his, his cape hangs perfectly straight off of his back. So nobody, the other guards didn't have a... The guards no. that they are used to a long time ago did not. All the red arms you oh, do. Okay, I know um, if it was like a red arm captain or something. Okay. So, they, so they walk in and they're kind of looking around. It's, it's very like cops-ish. They're kind of looking at each other, and they're like you know, kicking over cans and just kind of peeking around. 
couple times their eyes sort of pass where you're hiding, but if they've seen you, they don't react. So they're they're playing along, and they're kind of walking further into the room. They're not saying anything after a second. So they're probably about 20 feet in now. One of them says to the other one, I think it's nothing. They start to turn around and head back out. I run it. I want to run and, and hit one of them oh, over there. Well, he's got initiative. I guess he gets to attack first, well, though. You guys all can get one free ground. You guys can take oh. it whichever order you want. Well, they're yeah. they're yeah. completely yeah. unaware. Of Mine would be after Ermie. Yeah, yeah. I'll let him blast the, whoever. So you're going to charge? Yeah, the one to the left. Okay. Um, Lucky. Yeah, 27. 27 will hit. So, Grexel just comes bounding out behind this wagon. <gasps> and Running man. Well, he's not making a lot of noise, I would assume, because you don't necessarily want to yeah. announce your presence. So you're just running, and there's like the whole building kind of shakes, and there's <laughs> like, earthquake? <laughs> when this big mall top thing hits him in the back of the head. I didn't know we were on a fault line. <laughs> <laughs> 11 plus 7 is 18. That doesn't kill the most. I rolled much of that. You did not kill him. Actually, I rolled two, right? Well, you have up to three now. Yeah, but I rolled two per thing because I get, I can two of them. I can get the best score. Unfortunately, my best score is a two. So plus two, plus four, so six more, and eleven. So that's twenty nine points of damage. You smash his head, <laughs> clean out his ass. Because it was eighteen to begin with. Yeah. Twenty nine points of damage. All right, you basically take his head and put it inside of his chest. So there's just a moment where it looks like he's headless, but there's just a little bit of hair sticking up the top of his shoulders, and then he just falls forward, doesn't catch himself, and clang, 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 and collapses. And you see the other guy turning and starting to pull his sword. All right. You Poison do, arrow too. You do have advantage. All right. Uh, oh, so I get to roll two D dice. Correct. Or two D twenty. Two D twenty. Well, a nineteen plus my. Roll you can crit. But I could crit, <laughs> which has happened before. Nah, well, whatever. All right. So you get. Okay. So let's see here. So twenty-three points. All right. So damage. And then does my poison arrow do anything? Uh. I need to roll one more. Go ahead and roll another d6. Four. All right. So it basically takes him through the neck. He. Hold on. Yeah, he, he like gurgles and he's kind of yeah. like trying to talk and trying to do this at the same time. So he takes like three steps and then he falls over. Is he dead? What do you want to do? He appears to be dead. Make sure he's dead. <laughs> I just look at Nomi like, you took my shot. <laughs> I guess I'll shoot Stab him! him. Guess, Stab him! I'll run up and use my newly acquired short sword on right, him. Then. You're going to double tap him and make sure he's dead? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you run. Right. You just stab him. I mean, he's, right. he's, with my guy, you don't even I jump off. With my guy, you're just like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> the other guy. All right. So after about thirty seconds, both their bodies just like quickly, sort of like almost like a flash fry. Shit. Their bodies go, and then they stop. And there's just these burnout husks. It almost looks like mummies. They've been dead for a thousand years. Damn it. That just ruined my plan. I was going to have you guys wear the, or at least... Yeah, is their armor still there? No. Their armor's still there, but no, the, the, the sleeve would be gone, the cloak would be burned, but you still have the sword, the Red Wait. Liker sword. Stop. I'm like listening. This I like, it's the whole... Like, I say stop, and I'm just like... I'm going to listen with them, too, then. Do I think anybody's hilarious about our presence? Okay. Uh, Roll a listen. listen? I do not listen to anything. Well, I guess I... Oh, oh, 8 plus... Uh, I got a 12. 19. 17. Okay. None of you hear anything other than the normal sounds of the docks being worked. I grab the two dead husks and move them further inside so okay. they're not as visible. I want to try to pick off one of their swords. Okay. Is it like, would it be any different? Possibly uh, there are. It's a long sword, so it would be different. Okay. Uh, is there any like special jewels or... Anything that I might think would be magical about this? No, uh, they're they're apparently very well made. Okay, but within within the mechanics of the game, there's no bonus to them other than other swords. But they're finely made long swords, and they have that very distinctive red lacquer sheath. So you have to either get rid of that, or people right away will be like, "Hey, that's a red arm sword." Right, I'll just leave it alone then. I didn't have any magical properties. Maybe it could be used as a key or some el- no. other element. 
Not that you're aware of or you wouldn't be able to tell. Okay. Uh, I'll just leave you alone then. Okay. I want to, before we leave this place, I want to look at, like, my hidden compartments in my apartment for, like, my money and stuff like that. Yep. Nothing there. Okay. You seem to be very flustered, and I'll say, we should go. We shouldn't stay here. Oh, yeah. We gotta get out of here. Easy. Homie, you owe me one. I didn't even get to kill anything. You just annihilated it. I think, uh... I think... I think, <laughs> <we're actually laughs> annihilated I think you suddenly will realize that every single person we've met we have actually killed. You're the only one... <laughs> I killed one person Wait last Wait a minute. No, no, no. But think about it. Every single person that we've met we've killed in your presence. Some of them because they said... Huh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. And then they get killed. <laughs> and I saw somebody's You don't question us. And you've almost they've almost killed each other a couple times too. This is true. So they're very unstable. Also the whole party. fair fight hasn't happened yet. Would you like a we've always like, like, <laughs> yeah, no, right. We've always mugged somebody. Like they weren't did they know we were there and we hit them? Yeah. Anyways, um all we was to go to your place if we can yeah. find it. Yeah. Alright, all so right, you come back out. Happen. Um, you think I want to look for, my, for a sign of dragoons or okay. maybe another warehouse that looks like my warehouse. Right. You don't see anything. No, I want to. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't see anything. But you do see that a couple of the dock workers kind of turn and look at you sort of strangely. like uh, Almost like like as you walk out, they all just like two or three of them turn almost at the same time as if they sense something. And they just watch you walk away. They don't say anything. They don't call out. But there's three definite dock workers that are just like watching you guys as you walk away and then jump into the sewer. I just do nine nine one. <laughs> nice. All right, so you get into the sewer. I don't even know what that means. That's how many guards are left. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Let me intelligence check. Zero. To see if you catch the nine nine one one reference. What? To see if you can catch the 991. 19. Okay. Uh, so as before, you're, you're leading them back to your place, and if there's any part of the city you know best, it's how to get back to your place. Yeah. And there's still a couple of times where you get a little bit confused and you have to kind of redirect yourself. Before, but Before we get there, I want to have a conversation while we're walking. Okay. So at any time, you can have that conversation. I'll say, um, now that we're we're safer than being in my place, there's there's something I need to tell you guys. Uh, well, not you really, but Omi and Zane. Um, I love you too, Grexel. Zane's like, we're going after Graydon, okay? We're going to we're no, going to rescue him. No, that's not what I want to tell you. Uh, there, there's, there's there's something that you guys don't know, so I wanted to just tell you, and it's not that I want more bacon because that is actually true. Um, and like I kind of like hesitate or think about like how I will do voice things. And um, I, I actually kind of I've got Grexel's full attention because I've never seen Grexel actually go and try and put the words in his head exactly how he wants them to come out of his mouth. Yeah, he, he's never paused before. It's just been a vomiting of the the words. It's like whatever's in there comes out. So I'll say. Um, so, uh, when I started working for Graydon, um, I was actually uh, a spy for the Silent Sisters. Zane kind of laughs a little bit. He kind of chuckles. And, I, and I'll, I'll like wait for their reaction. So I get a tackle and a luck. <gasps> I'm super shocked. So, um, <laughs> Zane, please don't hit me when I say this, but um, I've been pretending that... Um, you're retarded? Yes. <laughs> so Zane just like shakes his head and then he's like, All the but years you, of frustration. But you killed people to to keep up this act. Like you've you've actually murdered people to look dumb. Like who? Like Sala. Oh that was an accident. I actually have some thoughts about this. Sometimes it get carried away. If you do it for as long as I've done it, for as many hours as I've done it, sometimes you almost feel like you're stupid. He shakes his head. He's really mumbling to himself. Wonder what you're doing. Yeah. Oh. 
the years of frustration. Yeah. Well, it was. No, I pulled my little flask out. <laughs> well, so, so then Zane actually gets angry and he actually draws his dagger. You mean you've been spying on me? Now you on Graydon. And you, I guess. So what did you tell them about me? Oh, nothing special. Except everything we've ever done. <laughs> so you put us in danger. That's not true. Graydon put you in danger. By you taking the jabs. Oh, and... Uh, but Oh, that's just... I'm sorry. And that's uh, me vomiting my <laughs> And, and uh, Alisa was actually uh, my contact for the Silent Sisters. And I'm looking straight at Omi when I say that. So it wasn't just me. But the reason why I bring this up is... Um, first of all, I've been, I've been kind of wanting to tell you guys when we went in the desert. But I wasn't sure how you guys were going to take it. And uh, now that we're back from the desert and everything is different. And uh, all the organized crime leaders are arrested... It's kind of senseless to keep up appearances. I'm just, I'm thinking. So, hmm. with that in mind, hmm. um, obviously something has happened in the city. Oh, yeah. Zane is inching slowly closer to Omi. <laughs> he's smiling, he's nodding. He's a little closer to Omi. So, here's the thing. Even Alicia thinks that things have been the way they are. Because he thought I was in the pits for a year or two. Where the somehow pits? I escaped. I probably saw where the mutants are. Quite a bit of our time. Well, by not the short that. Time of being gone. No, I disagree. Actually, what I think has happened is time was altered and we weren't part of the alteration of time because. The key? No, nothing. I don't know what it is. But what's weird is. Everybody remembers what happened for the past year, except for us. These guards were here for the last year, but we have never seen them. And we're only going for, what, six weeks? Less than that, like maybe we're 20 going days. For, we're going for 20 days. The how come, no, how, many, how come nobody was at my warehouse? At least, even if they cleaned it out and took all my stuff, my hidden compartments would be there, but they're not. The inn that Salah was from was in the same place. That just doesn't happen in 20 days. You don't move an entire building and then make it look abundant. The the um, bazaar outside also looked abundant. You don't oh. do that and make it look so weird. Oh, and as I say that, I like look at my rope and I like remove it so I don't look <laughs> like a sacred clown anymore. Please put that back on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't like knowing your dick's as big as I am. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm wearing my scorpion armor. Oh, yeah. And he has a bolts for the dick size. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thorax. <laughs> um, so, I don't know what caused this. If he was going in the cave, but Saul came with us. So Saul wasn't aware that something had changed. And that's why I killed him, because I assumed that he wasn't a real Saul. But he obviously was, because everybody else, like Elisa, thinks, except for Elisa, is also the spy. Well, but she knew the password, so that's impossible. So obviously, somehow, at some point, either we went in that cave that you sent us, or when we made the tower disappear, or when we were in the tower, or maybe when we were in the sewers, but no, we'll have noticed, because we saw the guys when we came out of the sewers. So something has happened, but regardless, um... I don't think we can figure out how to fix it since uh, none of us are magic users, except for him. Well, and he's not really a magic user. I know a little bit of magic. So this looks like a spell to me, or some kind of crazy gist technology, and we don't know how to figure that out either. So my plan was, well, I have two plans. I'm still kind of pretending to what they're doing. Okay. Because I'm kind of unleashing. <laughs> Zane has gotten a little closer, and he has his gist dagger out, and he's just kind of playing with it. That's fine. I'll just smack him if I have to. Um... So, we have two problems. One is, uh, if anybody sees me, or probably him, we'll probably get attacked. Actually, technically, we have more than two problems. So, what I was thinking is, maybe we can get some kind of a cart or a box with wheels that we can be in it, and then you guys can drive it around, and then that way we can go from point A to point B. 
Start daydreaming of me and him in a cardboard box filled with bacon and smoke coming out. <laughs> uh, this is our pro number one. Pro number two is releasing Graydon so we can actually go to get your father out and find your father and I'm pointing on Zane. I'm like, I don't think that'll be easy. However, the pits, they don't have a lot of people guarding them. Apparently, there's about 20 guards, except something special is happening. So I'm thinking this, if we go to the pits, kill the 20 guards, we release them. Well, recruit any of them that want to participate, but they might not want to. Or they might be spies, so let's just release them. They're going to create chaos. The 971 guards that were left are going to probably head towards the chaos. And then we can go to the prison and try to release everybody from there. Do you think trying to take on 20 guards is a good idea? I mean, I know we took on two guards, like, with little effort. But, I mean, that's, you know, take on 10 times that much. Might we become... won't fight them at the same time. Okay. So, it's not like us versus 20 guards, big arena. Right. Okay. It's it's the pits. Uh, it's some kind of a cave system with digging. So, we can I'm slowly... sure there's some in the entrance. I will promise if we go in, we probably won't be able to go out from the same spot because there's going to be only one entrance. And the guards will be gone after we take care of them. What do you mean gone? Well, like, we'll kill them. People will notice that there might not be guards there. Right. But anyways... And we also have a time limit. In about three weeks, we're supposed to leave to go to live with the dwarves, which I don't think I like. But so Zane kind of leans over to Omi. <laughs> no, I know you want to. <laughs> I know you do. Just oh man. I could really use some Rex right now. <laughs> Do I have any of that red Rex on me? No. no. Oh, and another I, thing. I don't want to try some of that right now while we're here. And another thing. I feel. Oh, like I'm trying to and another thing. I think, I think the demon people know each other. They can see each other. That's why I So I pretending to... that we're guards. And when you say that, you hear someone say... And we know when, when someone has killed one of us. And three guards come from one way, and three guards come from another, swords drawn. I think it's time for you to surrender, they say. Thanks for letting us know this precious information. I roll into What is that, 985? Six. Solid. All right, so what I'm going to do, uh, do my guards in groups of three. So there'll be guards one and guards two. All right. So, guards 1 go on 20, and guards 2 go on 12. Omi? 19. 16 for Orion. I'm a 6. It's your 6. Somebody roll for Zane. No, I think Zane should be sleeping. 13. All right. So, what I'm going to basically assume is that we are in the same positions we are in now. So, there's... Groups of guards one are on your side, and guards two are on our side, me playing Zane. So How far away are they, roughly? Like 15 feet. Okay. Again, I'm just imagining, this conversation has kind of been going as we were walking, and every now and then you'd stop, and we talk, and then we walk, and then we talk, and we just kind of got to almost like a T intersection, and that's when the, the guards came out. So the first two, actually three guards, are all going to attack Grexel, because you're Grexel. So... Two of them are going to move into flanking position. One of them is going to hit and does eight points of damage. And the third one is going to just come up and attack you normally and misses. All right. So you see three or six of these guards that look just like the ones from before. You know, they have different faces, but they're plate armor, red cape, red armband, red lacquered sword. All looks exactly the same. They're in uniform. Uh, Their faces are kind of... Without a whole lot of emotion, there might be a sneer or an evil smile. So we've been yeah, they come kind of, upon on both sides. Correct. And three of them have engaged these two, so they, they've ignored the elf for now. And the other three have their swords out already, and they're, they're sort of approaching you. But you get to go before them. But they're not surprised, so you do not get a sneak right. attack or advantage just because they haven't gone yet. There is a third tunnel we could, if we wanted to escape. If you them. wanted to just run. We, there is a third tunnel, yep. though. Okay. Yeah. Well, are you debating if you're going to attack or you're going to attack? Well, I would, 
I know I want to attack, but I was debating on charging straight at them and using Halfling Nimbless and run right behind them, and then I'm totally behind them, and then I've got distance between me and them. But I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna shoot. Don't forget you have abilities. Yeah, I'm just gonna shoot. Okay. Uh, 19. Go ahead. 10, 16 plus one. Plus three. And then I want to use one of my poison arrows. Okay. So 23 plus six. So 29? Yes. All right. That one falls. Quarrying. Did he attack guards one or two? Two. Alright. I'll attack guards two as well. Okay, so you're going to leave Grexel and come over to the other side? Yeah, pretty much. I know he can handle himself. Okay, so there's there's some separation of about 15 feet between the guards and Omi and Zane, so are you going to shoot him, or are you going to walk past I him? I want to shoot. Okay. Uh, 10 plus 16? Misses. Misses? Yeah. Deflects off his plate armor. Ting! His little spark, but nothing. All right, guards two. That sucks. All right. So you all attack me again. Well, this is guards two. Uh, they're going to come up. And they are going to flank Omi. But before that, the one... Well, actually, let me start over. There's only two because you killed one of them. So one is going to come rush up and attack you. The other is going to rush up towards Zane. And they get into like a grapple match. And the guard actually kind of like blows. And it goes... And there's this red smoke that comes out and goes in Zane's face. Is Zane going to die while he's in NBC? The other one's going to attack you. And misses terribly. So there's a demon blowing Zane. Yeah, Zane is getting blown by a demon. (laughs) Zane starts to like cough and sputter, and he actually doubles over. Like he goes to the ground, he's coughing in a coughing fit. previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on itunes if you have a suggestion for a topic we'd love to hear it email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com and you can connect with us on twitter at dnd underscore academy as always thanks for listening and remember if you're having fun you're doing it right